Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, how are you? I've got to figure out when to prepare this show. Monday morning is not the time to prepare the Monday morning show. I need a weekend team. Can we have a... Hello, good morning. Uh, I tell you what I wish. Uh, if you don't watch on YouTube, then you won't know that. Um, it's youtube.com slash nottodaypod. Uh, you won't know that. I, I sort of play tunes. It's like a sort of medley of contextless songs from uh, earlier in the podcast series. Um, I sort of DJ my, my own uh, <laughs> not greatest hits. Uh, what I wish, though, is that you could have seen uh, Mick's face, Mick Wright, uh, as I played the, the tunes out. In fact, let's, why don't we just, we just cut to the chase and bring him on. Every day the papers pop out and the streams of hate The fifth column's propaganda, they will propagate But who can plan a change the rampart of the fourth estate? Mick Wright, a.k.a. Broken Bottle Boy Mick Wright, a.k.a. Broken Bottle Boy Yes, and I bet he'd like to be speaking now And he can now, I've plugged in the lead <laughs> Can we talk to the weekend team about how they leave the studio? Um, hi Mick Good morning, 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 good morning. Yeah, this is not local radio. Far more than you. Far more good mornings than you, Matt Chorley. You need to stop listening to Matt. You need to stop listening to Times Radio. Hasn't everyone else? Apparently not. Really? Are they doing okay? They've done quite a big publicity campaign, haven't they? I've seen mm-hmm. their posters in, in London and stuff. Yes. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Anyway, no, the thing is, listening to your greatest hits, I felt like, um, what did I read? I felt like I was um, Noriega in Panama and you were the CIA trying to smoke me out of my palace <laughs> by playing Barney the Dinosaur. Wow. That's what I felt like. Okay. I felt, or, or it was the auditory representation of one man's very slow rolling breakdown. That's much closer <laughs> to the truth, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. felt like I wasn't going to say that because I thought that's quite on the money. And then I thought, yeah, that's no, fine. We, we, we were honest here. This I recently is- sold the uh, mechanical rights to Abu Ghraib. So, <laughs> um,. <laughs> Who's laughing now? So Certainly listen, not the fine. Okay. Well, look, there. we can. We there's there's a lot of I you know and and podcast daddy can take it. There's a lot of tweaking of the you. I said, what do you want to talk about today? And you simply said pigs. Yes. I was like, that is a, a red rag to a vegan bull. Like, that's fine. 
Yeah. What, what do you want yeah. To, not what... just pigs. Well, Simon Heffer as well, who in his own way is a, is a kind of porcine creature. I mean, it's more bovine, um, surely. Well, I I, I photoshopped his face onto a onto onto a Vogon this weekend, and it fitted surprisingly. Is that just well. for your personal use, or is that a? Uh, yes, that's right. That's I'm right, judging, mate. I'm not judging. I've me. I've used up all the most grotesque porn on the internet, so now I'm reduced <laughs> to creating my own homemade Simon Heffer porn. No, can, that's can, not could true. I, could I have a look? You know, just for fun, just for a laugh. Just, 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 just to laugh. see. Just, just to for see. laugh. Just like you just know, for just laugh. for laugh. It's for laugh. Just a little silly. chuckle. It's just a little chuckle. Send it to my. Okay. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Let's restart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do that. Um, okay. Right. All right. Right. Do you right. want to talk about heifer first or pigs first? Well, you, By the... well, come, come to ver. It's your. It's this is your forum. This is this is you know. We'll have none of that foreign muck I'm... now that we're out of the EU. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all right. It's very hard no, to get I'll hold tell of you foreign else, aphorisms. I'm extremely like... disappointed that John Holmes didn't destroy the show last week. I was promised that he would destroy the show, and here the show still is. All I'm going to say is he's sent me something for this week, and I haven't <laughs> listened to it in advance. <laughs> Excellent. And okay, he, said, so... he said, I am I'm literally just trying to get you cancelled now. So... I, I heard one clip, like full disclosure, as I was editing it together, I heard one clip which literally just said, I heard the phrase, identify as a truck. Right. And my bowels turned to water. So I, I don't know what's but coming. But that's, that's unrelated to John. That's just an ongoing problem. Of yours. <laughs> right. So, okay. First, first, we have a little history lesson. We'll talk about Simon Heffer. So Simon Heffer, his column in the Sunday Telegraph uh, was about how panicking is not British. Uh-huh. It's not British to panic um, in his uh, in his in his role as some self-appointed keeper of Britishness. Now, it is worth saying that um, in summer of 2019, prior to the 2019 general election, um, and I'm going to get the exact wording here uh, for legal reasons to make sure I, I quote exactly what Simon Heffer said. In the summer of 2019, Simon Heffer said um, that uh, on LBC radio, uh, home to very sensible thing people saying very sensible things he um he said uh jeremy corbyn is a man who wants to reopen auschwitz so so it's important to think that so, so this is the man this is the man who is telling us that he's a he doesn't like this hysterical panic driven um british public but so anyway he writes um he wrote column yesterday about this saying uh saying that, um, oh, in the 70s, we didn't panic when there were shortages. Well, in the newsletter, I, I went looking and pulled up many anecdotes from people from the 70s saying, actually, yeah, when there were sugar shortages, there were runs on supermarkets to get sugar and and there were people fighting in supermarkets over various other things that you couldn't get. Mm. But but the other thing I, I think is interesting. So we talk a lot. I, I'm sure we talk, I think we've talked on here before even about the way that um, right wing columnists versions of history miss out big parts. Right. So sure. like. You know, Dunkirk is is sort of is the thing of like all oh, the Blitz spirit, and then actually, when you look into histories of the Blitz during the Blitz, there was uh, a lot of looting. There was quite a bit of panic. So anyway, he wrote this thing saying, um, it, saying we are the people who uh, who went through the Somme and the uh, and the Blitz, and and I thought, well, this is a great thing because it shows the kind of specific columnist derangement. Um, Simon Heff is 61 years old. He didn't live through rationing, let alone live through the war, right? Mm-hmm. But in his mind, he's fought every war in history. Yeah, he and won. Ze- 
and yeah. one. And one. Thank and you. One. Um, but when he specifically talked about the Blitz, I it gave me an opportunity to do a little history lesson for the readers of my newsletter about the 1943 um, Bethnal Green Tube tragedy, which was um, caused by uh, uh, there was a German raid and there was a panic at the entrance to the station of people trying to get downstairs, get down the stairs to um, get into the shelter. 173 people died. But um, those events were uh, hushed up at the time um, for uh, until 1945. Uh, the full details didn't come out because uh, it was felt that that would uh, encourage the Germans to do more raids like that and lead to further panic. So here's a historical incident that's purely about panic. Right. Um, and of course, no disparagement on those poor people who, who died and, and people who were involved in that incident. But the point is. The history that someone like Simon Heffer puts in his columns is a history of this British stiff upper lip thing, this notion of like, you know, a kind of a Sunday afternoon matinee movie version of what war is like. And the other thing I, I, I quoted from is some dossier decorum s by um wilfred owen where he's writing about the panic of troops in the in the trenches as, as, as they're gassed right but <laughs> but the way the way you have simon heffer write about this is well our boys didn't panic at the song and you go many of them did my great grandfather came my great grandfather came back from the first world war having been gassed and was different you know was changed psychologically and physically for the rest of his surprisingly long life so just this notion of history Excuse, excuse me, Meg, but I'll tell you right now, British pigs don't panic when they're gassed, and that's why they're the finest in the country. It's why we need the CO2, even though DEFRA said it should be phased out within three years, about 15 years ago. Yes, but, we'll, but the, we'll come on the, the, the wider point, I, the wider point is whether we're talking about the First World War, the Second World War, um, food shortages in the 70s, one, the, version, the, the version of history that someone like Heffer presents is there is there to suggest that there was once a national character of Britain that was a certain way and is now gone? Because yeah. actually, what a paper like The Telegraph, The Times as well, Daily Mail, they actually, whenever they say don't panic, they're not like the Hitchhiker's Guide having that on the front cover, encouraging you not to panic. They're like Corporal Jones saying don't panic, giving the effect of everyone needing to panic. The, the Telegraph requires its readers to constantly feel, even as a right wing government is in power, that actually things aren't good and, and uh, you know, that the, the wokists under the bed are, are coming to get them. So it's, it's, it's the most the biggest amount of gall you could have to have someone saying in the Telegraph, oh, don't panic, when actually that's what that's what they want all, at all times. Yes. Also, I very much enjoy your newsletter, brokenbottleboy.substack.com. Yes, um, thank you. Your your endless uh, plays. I'm going to say jeu de mots because I'm going to come up with all the French aphorisms um, around the word Gaul, which is appropriate. Yes, mostly asterisk based metaphors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always yeah, yeah. any asterisk based metaphor is always welcome here. Um, so anyway, that was that was that was yesterday's piece, and uh, it, it, I just think it's, it is interesting, and and but it's just the way that history is distorted constantly to to tell stories about. Uh, always to imply that we now are lesser than our than our forebears. That mm. somehow we are like these lily-livered, weak people. But, but the, the other, I mean, the final thing to say on that is, uh, most people who fought in the First World War and in the Second World War had very. They didn't have a choice. It's not like you just go. You know, it was mm. a conscript army, and you go because you're told you've got to go. And heroism is a bizarre thing. My, you know, my dad was in 
my dad was in the Navy and he has a real problem with the word her- with heroes and the concept of heroes because it is a political uh, thing that governments use to talk about war. You know, you have to have uh-huh. some heroes to, talk, to sort of imply. But then when people come back, we don't look after them. Like oh, no. these heroes, no. you know, no. and and the implication is still always there from people like Heffer, who who's never pulled a uniform on in his life. Neither have I, but you know, I don't act like I would. I, I could win a war, whereas these, um, you know, bloviators like him, right? Oh, you know, people today are weak compared to whatever. And it's like, mate, your job is to talk crap in the Daily Telegraph. It doesn't require a high level of, you know, heroic uh, endeavour, Mick. Yeah. Like, this isn't something that you can really say in public, but I'm going to say it anyway. We have to maintain the British stiff upper lip. And if we, if you like, dilute that stiff upper lip with other people's upper lips, do you understand what I'm saying? Then we're lost as a country. Sorry, mate. I can't hear you because we're lost dogs as are a barking. country, mate. I, I, we're lost. Sorry, the dogs are barking so loudly. I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear you there. Also, I thought con- controversial for coins was coming later. Oh yeah, it is. I've got the cut ready. <laughs> <laughs> we f- won't be long now. <laughs> right. So let's talk. It's coming to naturally you, now. I know you love to talk about pigs. I, 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 but no one loves to hear me talk about pigs. So I'm going to try to shut my mouth. So I'm going to read you an extract from a new, from a, a publication, and I want you to guess which publication wrote this actually very good criticism of the prime minister. Okay. So uh, the person writes: Having covered farming politics for more than twenty years, I've never seen such an appalling, ill-judged, and ill-informed interview. It seems astonishing that it came from a man deemed worthy of su- by some of holding the role of prime minister. Where do you think that comes from? The Mirror. No. Morning Star. No. That is uh, that is an extract from an editorial from Pig World magazine and uh, oh. written by the uh, editor Alistair Driver. I, they, I, I buy it for the articles. You buy, exactly, buy it for the articles. Uh, D- David Cameron buys it for the centrefolds. We've all got choices. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, yesterday on the Andrew Marr show, uh, the pro- uh, uh, Andrew Marr said to the Prime Minister... Uh, it looks like 120,000 pigs will have to be killed and incinerated if there is uh, no answers to chronic shortage of abattoir and butchery workers in the next 10 days. Mm. And he said to the Prime Minister, uh, that will be the single biggest cull of healthy animals ever to occur in the history of British agriculture. What are you going to do? So what did the Prime Minister say? The Prime Minister said, "Uh, I hate to break it to you, Andrew, but our food processing industry does involve the killing of a lot of animals. That is the reality. Your viewers need to understand that is what happens. Nice. So... He completely Boris Johnson, FDA, completely ignores what the actual reality is and says, oh, yes, but, uh, you know, uh, we do have to kill animals for meat. But when, you know, (laughs) it's just (laughs) do go on. Yeah. So then you get in the Daily Mail, um, Henry Deeds writing. It's just a sort of side issue. Um, You it's the notion they don't. We have a press that doesn't take. Uh, the the prime minister doesn't take himself seriously, so the press doesn't take himself seriously. So he can say stuff like this, just maddening, ridiculous things, mm. 
and it's just forgotten. I, I've written a list in today's newsletter of other things that the press just doesn't bring up that much anymore. The Brexit bus, the time he hid in the fridge, the COVID contract corruption, the wallpaper, the dodgy plus trust plan, the bizarre speech about making toy buses, the Jenner, Jennifer Curie fair and its attendant financial corruption, the cosy dinners and the tennis matches with generous Russians, the racist, sexist and homophobic comments recorded in decades of columns, his personal role in prolonging the imprisonment of Nazanin um, Zagari Ratcliffe, the promise to supply a journalist's address to his fraudster friend so he could have him roughed up, and most of all, deaths of over 120,000 people. You've got a very fine-toothed rake, Mick. So what you have with this is that they, they'll laugh about the fact that the Prime Minister has no idea how agriculture in this country works mm. and could just and sort of go, oh, yeah, 120,000 pigs, whatever, you know. Mm. Uh, and then, the, but by tomorrow, that'll be gone, mm. right? And then we'll be being told about how wonderful his speech is uh, or, you know, what about this funny joke? Or today, you know, you, you had... After this interview, Robert Peston said, oh, I'm confused by why the Prime Minister said this. Robert Peston's sort of like a confused tourist wandering around Westminster pointing yeah, yeah, yeah. at large objects and going, what is that? What, who can say what this is for? <laughs> and then, and, and meanwhile, you have Laura, Laura Koonsberg um, fascinated by the fact that the Prime Minister went out running in a, in a, in a, uh, a, a collar shirt and dress shoes and shorts. They mm. just they're so easily distracted. You can jingle your keys in front of a Westminster <laughs> correspondent and that's it. They just they they you've they've lost give them something to gum on. They love it. It's like they barely have object permanence. Uh, anyway, that's what it's about today. It's also about Keir Starmer writing uh, an op-ed for the Sun uh over the weekend. Now, uh the last um person to die as a result of the uh hillsborough tragedy uh died in july uh that was um, andrew devine he he passed away in july and in 2022 the labor party conference is due to be held in liverpool uh, a, a, a city where obviously the sun isn't welcome mm. i'd quite like to see all the venues in liverpool say well the labor party's not welcome now because if keir starmer th- because keir starmer's attitude is well, I've got to write and we've got to talk to sun readers. We've got to talk to sun readers. And mm. it's like, yeah, there are many other places you can talk to sun readers, right? But not only did he write an op-ed for the sun, but the sun didn't ask him. He asked the sun if he could write an op-ed for it. And I what mean, we're... Something like 700 quid a column. It's, it's not, not, sh- it's not too shabby. He's struggling. Yeah. He's struggling. Yeah. He's part of the squeeze middle. I've got um, an exclusive clip of uh, last week's Labour conference, uh, his speech coming up uh, later in the podcast. So I look forward to that. I can't point the finger. I'm not welcome in Liverpool, but that's got nothing to do with the sun. (laughs) (laughs) That's because of redacted. One night. Yeah, one pig. But the, the issue that I have with this whole kiss I'm writing for the Sun thing is that people, are, because he is a Blairite tribute act, right? He's just yeah. Tony Blair tribute act. He thinks, well, Tony Blair got the Sun on side and then I won that election, right? But the the Sun it does not have the clout it used to have. It still has uh, political value for, for, for Rupert Murdoch, but it was recently va- devalued as at zero in the News UK accounts. It has a far fewer uh, readers than it used to have. And <clears throat> at the 2017 election, research found that 30% of Sun readers still voted for Jeremy Corbyn, despite all the things the Sun said. So wow. imagine if you if you just went... Okay, we will talk to the Sun in the respect of if there are a press conference, we'll talk to them. We won't do a Jurgen Klopp, I'm not going to talk to you thing. But 
actively choosing to be interviewed and to appear in the sun is essentially saying, I am giving in to a tabloid protection racket where I believe if I don't get Rupert Murdoch on side, a, an Austra- a, a, a man born in Australia who is a US citizen who still jumped the queue for a vaccine in the UK while his Fox network was telling people uh, to be suspicious of the vaccine. Why, why is it that we just accept that Rupert Murdoch should have such a, a huge role in the public discourse in the United Kingdom? Honestly, it mate, is deranged. You're in raked. The same it's way, your rake from a doll's house. Um, in the same way, it's dere- deranged that Lebedev was given a seat in the House of Lords. I want to ask you a question. Yes. Tony Benn observed that everyone thinks that in times of recession or hardship and poverty, there'll be a swing to the left. Because yeah. that would make sense. But there isn't. There's always a swing to the right and i think it's because people feel well it's all very well to have these sort of values of you know uh, share and share alike and and marxism and all the rest of it but <clears throat> times are too hard and i've got to look after myself on my own therefore i'm going to go for the more selfish self-centered option um i don't want to pay more tax i don't want to pay into the public purse because i'm struggling um, and so there's this kind of cyclical brilliance of, of the Tory model, which is drive down standards, increase poverty, and actually people will vote for you more. Um, yeah, but it's also... But it's all, if you're Keir Starmer, it, how do you counter that? Go on, mate. Well, well you if you're Keir Starmer, you, if you, you're Keir Starmer, you won't, because Keir Starmer has been institutionally captured by the, by the establishment long, long ago. The minute he became director of public prosecutions and was and was baked and was essentially baked into a justice system that he finds it hard to criticize. You look at the speech last week and he and he on the day that Sarah Everard's killer, whose name I won't use because I refuse to, was was jailed on that day. Keir Starmer stood up and saying, oh, because I, I believe in the safety of women, I think there should be more police on the streets. And you just think this man can only speak in sound bites. This man cannot understand mm. that the police are actually that often the police feel to people like another criminal gang, right? Yes. So you look at him and you go, the minute he accepted a knighthood, the minute he became director of public prosecutions, the reason that papers like the Mail will occasionally say quite nice things about Keir Starmer is because he actually serves a really good purpose, which is like there is no opposition, not an effective opposition, you know? He's just sort of like a man um, writing stern letters to Chessington World of Adventure because he was annoyed <laughs> that the sandwiches cost more than he expected. He has, he's, there's no... He has no critique of the system because he is baked into the system. And then you can say, okay, well, there's no other option. He has to talk to the sun. He has to, the right wing press has to operate this, that, and the other. No, not really, because on the opposite side of things, Boris Johnson has repeatedly shown that you can do things like when he was doing his um, people's PMQs, for instance, when he was going to YouTube and stuff. It is possible. If you were a creative thinker, you could go, I, as a, I, I will go to other media to make to make my case but yeah. Keir Starmer is a man of limited in, in imagination sorry but i've watched him flossing on tiktok and it was pretty awesome um Mick. <laughs> and now the segment comes to an end. Yeah, I'm shutting you down. I'm cancelling. Time you. to make it fun. I'm no again. platforming you anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, you've t- you're just like, 
the listeners have to put up with this portion of vegetables every Monday. It's awesome. Are you kidding me? It's brilliant. Um, you'll be on the internet uh, on, on a diverse platform, you know, finding creative new ways to reach your audience at twitch.tv slash Broken Bottle Boy, right? At once? This is correct. This is correct. Yes. Go Although on. there may be a guest presenter in today as I'm going to take my mom to see James Bond. <laughs> Are you really? Yes. Awesome. Let us know how it is. She, she's, she, she's a big fan of Daniel Craig, so... I'm a big fan of Daniel Craig. And that's why you're banned from Liverpool. <laughs> Thank you, Mick. That's a callback. That that's what great. they call a callback. Well All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye. 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 Mick right there. Well, um, surely you have some thoughts on all of that stuff. It's not today at swanburst.com. Um, maybe you can think of uh, creative new platforms for Keir Starmer to embrace. What should he do? I should say a quick good morning to all the people watching on YouTube. Good morning, people watching on YouTube. Morning, Steph, Neil, Jane. Good morning. Martin. Uh, good morning, Darren, Alex. And... Uh, else and Owen oh my god Owen is watching in America where it's like half past two in the morning I think that may be too much dedication I don't know um, some reaction coming in um, Alex says this is primary school history it's the same Way of uh, same way thinking the collapse of supermarkets would head lead to the local farmer selling milk in the local shops. What a lovely idea! Um, Alex says he has to use a little pill to stiffen his upper lip these days. Uh, uh, a lot of talk about pigs. Anyway, good times. Uh, Darren says Pig World Centerfolds, hot trotter. Lovely. Thank you very much. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Mix newsletter. It's brokenbottleboy.substack.com. Um, I guess it's time. Oh, God. Heart in mouth for us to, uh, to do this. Controversial for coins. WhatsApp John Holmes now on 07862 032654. Oh, God. Um, all right. Let me find... Uh, let me find the right thing. That's not the right thing. That's not the right thing. That's all stuff still to come. It's quite hard, this. All right, here we go. With Nigel Farage hit by a van waiting to get petrol, what are we going to do about this fuel crisis? Never mind the army. Who would you like to see driving the trucks? The work shy, perhaps? And... Who really is to blame? Is it Alexander Armstrong for doing his 24 concerts in 24 hours gig? A profligate waste of petrol as I'm concerned. Who should we be denying petrol to? Pundits, it's over to you. You what? Oh God. What is it now? So what? So there's like, um, right, no drivers. There's what we're going to do about drivers. Well, for a start, right, think, think about it. Right, it's pretty fucking easy, isn't it? Right? Oh, God. So there are... What are there? What are there? There are trucks and robots. And what, what have we got? Mm. Transformers. Oh. Which I think 
think are, by the way, trucks that identify as... Oh, God. Women or something. It doesn't matter, does it? They've, it's the word trans is in there, so it's trans... Oh, God. Can't even argue about it. I've got like, the mug. It's too confusing. It's too confusing. Who would want to argue about the word trans? Nobody, right? So trans I'm trying to put myself on this video. Here's transformers the... right. are robots in disguise, which means that robots can use the women's spaces in oh God. Uh, truck stops, oh God. I think. So if, if there's any problem with... Transporting petrol yeah. around the country, oh, God. then robots Here that on. are identifying as trucks can do that, and that's absolutely fine. And who would have a problem with it? Who would I wouldn't have a problem, have a problem. I with a robot identifying as a truck. I'm not really listening. And if you are a, the person who would have that problem, then you're a tur Say it. turf truck. You're a tr you're a truff. So well said, yeah. mate. And that I think is a problem. That's why petrol yeah. is not being transported around the country yeah. because of truffs. Well said, mate. Um, okay, uh, that was uh, John Holmes there being controversial for coins. Uh, we have had some uh, some other reaction come in. Uh, so heart in mouth. Uh, let's have a listen to. Uh, some of that. Here we go. Hello, um, first time caller. Uh, you, you keep talking about pandemics, Brexit, uh, like migrants, immigrants. Yeah, yeah. You know the, the lack of petrol, yeah. the lack of things on the on the supermarket aisles. Well, I mean, I'm absolutely bereft of sea batter at the moment. But people aren't looking at the the situation that we need to look at now, which is. I've got a packet of mince pies right. with the best before date of the 8th of November. What the hell am I supposed to do? Mate, just bring it forward. Bring Christmas should be at Christmas with the Christmas on Summick. Um, His is a message from uh, last week uh, from someone saying it won't be relevant by yes next week, but yes, it will. Um, here it is. All right, Darren here. All right, Darren. Uh, oh, we want to let all these trackers in. There's no few. Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, where are they going to drive? Sorry, I cut that off. Doesn't matter. Here's another one. Uh, do this is a message for Britain Awake. All this uh, malarkey with petrol and fuel and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I think we're all forgetting something, which is the great British bicycle. Uh, yeah, two words, bicycle, also known as a bike. Uh, I don't know anybody talking about the 1400s and some Italian guy or some sort of 1800s German guy. It's right. a British invention. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, just load up a load of paper boys won't be working recently. Load them up with pet wool, deliver it about, uh, saves the army some time. Yeah. And failing that, you know, if it works, possibly, we can just do all of haulage by a bicycle and paper boy. Uh, That'd be nice. Get those kids off the backside. It'll be like a modern coal mine and yeah. uh, send them up chimneys and the like. Yeah. Uh, but it's bikes, you know, exercise. Yeah. Anyway, keep Britain British. All right? Yeah. Thing is, you know, it's a question of personal preference, but, you know, I'm not allowed to express my personal preference, which is for a heterocycle. Uh, it doesn't all have to be all everything all the time, does it? Uh, we've had this come through from uh, someone uh, somewhere. Uh, here we go. Hi, Jake. Hi. Firstly, I want to say how appalled I was to hear about poor Nigel. 
Paul Nigel Everyone Farage. Everyone who yeah. drives should be aware of the rules of the road in this country, which in the old times you give way to the far right. That's how it's always been. <laughs> very anyway, good, very good, My mate. idea to deal with a fuel crisis may be a bit radical for some of your listeners, Jake. Okay. But basically, I think to solve it, we need to be more open to immigration and embrace environmentally friendly solutions. Yeah. Now, stay with me, right? Yeah, We have so a lot of illegal you. immigrants coming over here, okay? Yeah. So what we really need is a visa that gives them the legal right to stay in the UK, all right? Right. We need that. Okay. So what you do with it, right, is you chain half a dozen immigrants to the front of your car, wave the visa in front of them on a big stick, okay. and off they go. Problem solved, and it's saving the planet as well. Even the wokeest of liberal can't argue with that, can they? Some great, uh, some great alternative transportation suggestions there. Really appreciate it. Jane on YouTube says, we need to ban Vaseline. Petroleum jelly is a waste of supreme unleaded. I need petrol in my tank, not in my other thing. Um, <clears throat> thank you very much for that. And uh, Martin uh, on Twitter says, is that not today, Pop, by the way? He says, uh, people crossing the channel in small motorboats, they can donate what's left in the motor for one. Also, they're from oil-rich nations. Can't they bring a can each with them? They're not carrying much else. Um, thank you very much indeed for that. Uh, well, now, it's the uh, Tory party conference this week. And uh, there was speculation this morning on the Today programme uh, that um, the speech is not going to go well. Um, Boris Johnson's speech because uh, it's a bad room, bad room. And I've, I've had that with stand up. You know, you play a bad room, particularly if it's one of those sort of long tunnely rooms. If there's like a sort of uh, air conditioning and you've got that white noise, that kind of it just sort of deadens the room. Uh, and apparently this is a notoriously bad room and have a bad speech. I feel like the Tories are very good at closing ranks. I, I, I think I think I think it'll be just fine. A lot of heckling, wasn't there last week in uh, Keir Starmer's speech? Um, anyway, um, I haven't thanked the Patreons, the people who support this podcast and make it possible um, in a while. And uh, it's high time I did. And thank you so much. If you want to support the podcast um, and there are exclusive things, we're going to do a little bit of a restructuring. Uh, and if you already support the podcast, I will let you know about that in due course. Um, just to kind of reflect the fact that it's uh, it's a once a week show. But um, there's lots of stuff on there. We do a, a watch along on Friday evenings where we uh, watch some terrible old slop uh, on on the YouTubes together. It was just really jolly and fun. Um, and, uh, you know, everyone can sort of chip in. We have a great time. Uh, there's other bits and pieces. Um, but if you do want to support it, it's uh, Patreon. That's patron with an E in the middle. Patreon.com slash not today pod. Huge thanks to uh, everybody who does support it. We're going to thank them all now um, through the medium of Sir Keir Starmer's excellent speech uh, that he gave last week. Here, here, here we go conference i want to talk to you about my dad because he was really brilliant and if there's one thing loads of us have it's dad's relatable stuff this i'm like you if you have or had a dad my dad was a tool maker and this is a banal anecdote but that's what we do in the labor party we celebrate and elevate the banal you're rubbish and we Hang, hang on, hang on, I've got a list here. Um, uh, shouting guff or changing stuff? <laughs> Cue the frantic masking applause. Thank you, thank you. While Boris Johnson was on Top Gear, 
I was successfully breeding rescued narwhals. When he was on top of the pops with Timmy Mallet. Bring back Jeremy Corbyn, the one true king, the one true king of Labour. Forming policies or acting like Wallaces. Thank you. There's some people I'd like to thank. My dad, who's a Patreon to this podcast, even though I'm confident he hasn't the slightest idea how it works. To the members of my Patreon, Chris, Christian, Corin, Diggory, Gemma, Lee, Lindsay, Natasha, and Neil. Jezza was Thank the you. best. Jezza was the best, and you should have had to go. Interrupting again, or into number 10. Thank you. To the Patreon grassroots activists Alex, Barney, Charlotte, Claire, Daniel, Darren, Dave, David, Alt, David James, Duncan, Emily, Fiona, Gordon, Joel, John, Julian, Catherine, Madeline, Melissa, Mick, Una, Richard, Rick, Ricky, Robert. You voted against like something th- that I didn't agree with, and it's very bad, actually. Chanting slogans or Terry Wogans. Let's good that one. <laughs> to my Patreon local councillors working so tirelessly to sort out the bins up and down the country. I'd like to thank Alice, Bob, Bruce, Christopher, Claire, Dan, Greg, Jem, Kim, Malk, Neil, Nick, Pablo, Pat, Sam, and of course, Steph. I don't like your Thank you. Also, what about Nicaragua? You haven't mentioned it Disagreeing once. faction or ending up in traction? To my Patreon MPs, also dealing with a lot of stuff about bins. David Brazel, David Popey, Jane and Ruby. You suck at charades! Letting me be leader or being a little bleeder. (laughs) And finally, to my Patreon mums and dads, who taught me how to be all labour-y long before I got other people to write speeches about it. I'd like to thank Julie and Matt. You are whiny little Who let him in? (laughs) Who was supposed to be allowed in? Tools. Schools. Rules. Bulls. These are the things that Labour stands for. We'll literally say anything to be allowed to have a go now. If everyone in the country is a selfish idiot, then we can help them too. Thank you, conference. I said serve the beer in plastic glasses for exactly this reason. Why doesn't anyone ever listen to me? Uh, Sakir Starmer there, thanking uh, all of the patrons of this podcast. Thank you so much for supporting it. It genuinely makes an enormous difference, like you wouldn't believe. If you would like to support the podcast, it's www.patreon.com slash nottodaypod. Also, though, um, for next week, I think this would be fun. Uh, if you've got an idea for a smart hashtag conference put down, uh, why don't you send that in? Uh, hashtag conference put down, you know, uh, d- deal with the hecklers uh, in, in great style. Um, that would be really great. Send it in. It's uh, at Not Today Pod on Twitter, or you can email Not Today at swanburst.com. We'll have some of those next week. Ah, oh, Martin's got one Keir Starmer or Pig Farmer. And Darren had the same one. Amazing. Anyway, 
Uh, or maybe they're... I don't know. Well done, everybody. Um, hey, don't forget, there's uh, a new podcast. It's If You're Missing Cousin Davey. Uh, we're, we're doing it. You can still hear it. Um, it's Audio Freaks. That's audio in the normal way. And then Freaks, F-R-E-Q-S. Doesn't really work. But it's a podcast. It's like what we were doing on Fridays right here. Um, and it's up and running now. So go and check that out. And I will see you next week. Lots of love. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.